This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to you want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh Houts. Okay, so this is me just being a fantasy guy. I was sitting here. I could have went either way here. I originally was going to come on here and talk about how Dan Marino and Don Schuler, the next uh, Mike McDaniel and Tua Tagovailoa, or vice versa. You know what I'm trying to say. But I'm going to talk. About, yeah, I'm going to talk about the running back room. And you know, we all love it. Raheem Mostert did throughout two games: 28 carries, 158 yards, three touchdowns. He actually has as many touchdowns already through two weeks, and he had all of last year rushing the football. Um, but, I mean, we all sat here and we got enamored with, you know, uh, DeAndre Swift, Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley, Dalvin Cook, some pre-draft guys. I mean, the Dolphins still have interest in bringing in a veteran guy. So, I'm sitting here wondering, I'm debating, do they need that premier running back? Do they need to go out there and maybe trade for a Jonathan Taylor, which they were already ready to, you know, give the bank to, right? I mean, they're ready to pay him top dollar, according to some reports. I guess this goes back to the whole Tua thing. I mean, now I'm saying this. I mean, Tua, again, he's going to cut into some of that money there, but... Should the Dolphins go out there and make a trade for a vet? And I think they still should, despite how good Raheem Mostert looks. This is no knock against him, but he has missed time. I think he played in two uh, seasons where he played 16 games. In 2017, he uh, was out knocked out of the season with an MCL, a forearm in 2018. He was out last year when we needed him in Buffalo against uh, the Bills in the playoffs. So he has missed some time. Um, draft sharks. I don't know if you guys ever saw his website, but they had like a little uh, diagram of his human body with all these little injuries on it, but they actually project (laughs) how many games they can miss and like how uh, 
sustainable to injuries they are throughout a game. Like he was like 84% chance to get hurt. And like he was projected to miss like 3.4 games. I'm like, who the hell comes, who comes up with this? But I think at 31 years old, you know, you want to have someone else back there. If you can get a Jonathan Taylor for the right price, you know, you see Cam Akers name coming out there. I don't know what's going on with Jeff Wilson right now. We see Salvin Ahmed banged up. He looks good when he's out there, but Devon a chain. I mean, he obviously didn't show them enough to not go out there and flirt with the Jonathan Taylor. So I'm trying to be hot takey here. I think the run game looked awesome. I'm super stoked. when Raheem Mostert did RB one for sure, but why not go out there and get Jonathan Taylor? Why not make this thing supersonic? Like you planned, like you teased for us because um, right now we're two and zero, baby. I mean, all these teams have us at the top of the, the totem pole right now. Imagine if you had Jonathan Taylor to that. I mean, I get goosebumps thinking about it, but again, it's not my money. Mike McDaniel wants a first round draft pick, this, that, and the other thing. But there's my hot take. What do you guys think? Merrick, consider what he just said and add on to the fact that this weekend Miami's projected running backs are Raheem Mostert, Devon H. Chain, and then Chris Brooks. So so have that in mind when, when you get your answer because I think that sure. plays a big role in this. Well, as someone who started Raheem Mostert in fantasy last week Man. and plans on starting Raheem Mostert in fantasy this week, that sounds all right to me, baby. But uh, when evaluating the roster, I ask myself this. Again, we've talked ad nauseum on this episode and in past episodes. You don't have a lot of money. The, the, the cap space has been eaten up and you still have guys to pay. Adding a, a high price running back to that mix just seems so just not feasible right now it just it feels like you're you got to give up the draft picks and then you got to give up the contract too and if you would have asked me preseason and and i think you did and i was on this show saying yes let's make this trade for jonathan taylor i would have been all in for it but seeing the way this offensive line has improved and seeing the well the way that raheem mostert has run the ball through two games again it's early like you said josh he's a little bit injury prone and he's up there in age 31 years old um, you know, seeing the way the offensive line has improved, I feel like you don't need that superstar back right now because you're in a system that traditionally hasn't needed a, a superstar back. Now we did see San Francisco go out there and trade for Christian McCaffrey, and he is lighting it up in San Francisco, as all of us fantasy football players know. Tried to trade for him this week. Uh, that swiftly got declined. Um, but I just I just feel like there's other areas of this team you got to spend your money on. And I don't know if running back uh, is one of those areas. They just drafted Devon A-Chain. Let's see what he can do. Chris Brooks looked really good in the preseason. Let's see. Maybe he he gets on the field against the Broncos and, and maybe can do a little something. We haven't seen Jeff Wilson yet. He's going to come back in a few weeks. Maybe he adds a little bit. Uh, you know, more life, more juice to this running back room when he, when he gets out here. So for me, I think at this point, especially seeing what they did against the Patriots who have a good defense, uh, I think I'm out on the Jonathan Taylor trade. And I think I'm rolling with, uh, with the guys that the dolphins have. And if for some reason that doesn't work out, what round was Jonathan Taylor drafted in? Oh, he was drafted for Epinoig, but I already know exactly where you're going with this. He, he, he was drafted. He was a second round draft pick. So you don't have to invest high into these running backs to, to see, you know, the, these big returns from them. So why can't the dolphins just invest a second round pick in a running back next year? One of the top running backs that, that comes out, it's totally doable. It's totally possible. And if you're on, you know, the, if you're on the train that, that, running backs can be taken in the first round. I'm not necessarily on that train. Then they could spend a first round pick on a running back. If they feel like that's, that's the final piece. But when you draft a running back, you don't got to pay big money to a running back. And that's what the dolphins need right now. They need contributors 
and and stars that are are drafted by the team that are homegrown and that are on cheap contracts because they can't afford any more expensive contracts with all the people that they got to pay. So for right now, I like Jonathan Taylor as the player. And a couple weeks ago, I was all in on it. But for right now, I think I'm out on the Jonathan Taylor train. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. So Raheem Mostert, he ranks seventh right now in yards, 158 on the year. And his 5.6 yards per carry, I think is sixth among starting running backs. Someone please fact check me on that. But he's definitely flirting up there with that average as well. Now, Josh, I love what you're saying about just go full-blown supersonic. If you're going to max out any player that isn't a kicker or a punter, running back's the easiest one to add to your team, right? Just because while you're maxing them out, you're paying him a big contract. It's still cheaper than Christian Wilkins. Hell, it might even be like half of what Christian Wilkins was asking, if you can wrap your head around that. However, I, I don't know if it's the, like the Jonathan Taylor before the season. I think it can make sense on how you're putting things together. In season, if you're trying to build the plane as it's flying is a little different, especially when you want to bring in someone like Jonathan Taylor, who would be your lead back. What I want to ask you guys, because thinking of a, a depth chart of Raheem Mostert, Devon A. Chain, and Chris Brooks is, is absolutely terrifying to me. Um, I think early on, Devon A. Chain is going to be someone like Selvan Ahmed we're seeing this year. Last year, Selvan Ahmed had one target all regular season. Through two games, he has 10. That screams to me what they're going to try to do with Devon A. Chain. That tells me exactly like, hey, we're going to get him involved in the passing attack. Selvan Ahmed gets like three carries a game. That's great. He can be a utility player. He can make an impact. I don't know if I can trust him if Raheem Mostert gets down. What about this? What if we don't go full Jonathan Taylor? I'm going to throw two names out here. One's going to be much more expensive than the other, but we'll start with the one that's probably a little too far out there. What's stopping them from maybe sending like a fourth round pick for like a James Conner? Just somebody who can come in, be established, be healthy, um, be consistent. My fear is you just sign another Chase Edmonds, someone who just cannot operate in the wide zone scheme. But that's one scenario I look at. And then maybe even a Cleo Herbert who's losing trust in with the Bears. That would be a late round pick. That's someone who can catch the ball in the backfield as well. These are scenarios I kind of look at as like the, the duct tape, the glue, the bubble gum, whatever you want to do to put this roster together midseason, where I think over the last couple of years, we've really liked what Chris Greer has done maybe early in the season, late in training camp in terms of just adding those final pieces. It hasn't always worked with like the Trey, uh, Trey Flowers, Mackenzie Alexander's getting hurt. But those are some players, if you really wanted to get talking to me, I'd start to listen because uh, when I had Dustin on yesterday, please go check that pot if you haven't. He even brought up the fact where he, or, um, Jeff Wilson, he's coming back, but that's another player who has had injury issues throughout his career too. So I see an issue trying to bring in someone like Jonathan Taylor, another big contract, but I think you can have an ecosystem where you keep Wilson's, the most starts, and you throw in like a Herbert or something like that. I, I think I could see things kind of uh, start to make a little sense. Yeah, I think I want to see more from Devon A-Chain before we, you know, go cherry picking off other people's teams. You know, his shoulder injury that he suffered in the preseason has kind of hampered him so far, and it's it's maybe delayed his his start to this season. I think once he gets things going, he had a, a, a I think his first carry was for five yards, and it got called back due, due to a, a penalty on, on someone. 
But uh, I think I think he's electric. I think he can add more speed to this offense if that's even possible. So I think I'd like to see what he can do before we decide to bring in some more names, some more bodies. And you know what? If it doesn't work out, you may not even have to send a draft pick to somebody for one of their running backs because there's still a guy like Leonard Fournette who's available in free agency. And, and he is a, a capable NFL back who has had uh, varying degrees of success. But but at, at some point in his career, he was he was a, a big name, you know, in the NFL. And he's out there right now. Let me just reiterate, we're nitpicking here because I think we all liked what we saw to this offensive line, what we saw to this running back room. Um, I guess I'm looking at this maybe from the Dolphins' standpoint. You know, you came into this year knowing what Raheem Mostert could do when healthy, which is what we're seeing. You know what Jeff Wilson could do when he's healthy, which, I mean, I don't know. That's kind of what trading for a late round, you know, a fifth round or sixth rounder for one of these other guys kind of feels like another Jeff Wilson move. So um, I guess my biggest thing is the Dolphins already for some – if the reports are true, which I guess this is what I'm basing this all off of, they were ready to pay him that contract that he wanted. They were. So they were. if that if that is true, I mean, he was already in their plans. I mean, how how they fit that in with all the guys they got to pay, I mean, none of us could even guess. But when you already have that, you have compensation, you know, you're right around there. They're not getting Jalen Waddle. I mean, if you can move a pick to bring a Jonathan Taylor in, I think you do it. But um, again, I think we all are pretty comfortable with what they have at the running back room. But at some point, I mean, the Dolphins have proven that they're not, right? I mean, even with when everyone was healthy, they were still flirting with all these guys. So I say shoot for the moon, 2-0. I mean, no one's going to stop you if you had Jonathan Taylor to this, um, you know, this Madden ultimate team. But um, we're feeling good, especially with all these guys, the way they're playing now. Let's just hope they can stay healthy. So, Josh, what's what's the most you'd be willing to give up? What's the most you'd be willing to send to Indianapolis for Jonathan Taylor? Would you go as high as a first-round pick? first I don't, I, don't, I don't know if I would. I mean, are you that confident you're going to finish? Like, uh, you know, if you trade for John Taylor, you better be finishing like 28. You better be finished top four, right? Somewhere in there. I, I was going to say a second. I mean, if you can make that, if they want it to be a conditional where, you know, he rushes for a thousand yards or, I don't know, plays X amount of snaps and it goes to a first. I, I don't know that I'd hate that, but um, I'd, I'd like to see a Dolphins draft on round one, right? I, I, I miss those days when we sat there and had yes. something to look forward to. But then again, I don't miss, uh, you know, we got Tyree Kill. Now we're just winning football yeah, games. We got Tyree Kill, we got Bradley games. Chubb, you know. So I guess I don't uh, miss those. So sure, man. Uh, no, I can't say trade at first. A conditional second, I would consider. Josh, the point's like clear that they're making. The, the Dolphins really got to poop or get off the pie. If you're just if you're just sitting there in the stall all day, I mean, you're you're helping nobody. You're just hurting everyone. And the key, uh, somebody, please jump on this if I'm wrong. But I think it was Chris Greer who even said like you don't want to make trades or you don't want to sign players when you have to. You want to sign them when you can type of thing. So I, I just am a little scared, and, and this is why I think Josh this is a great conversation of. All you need is one guy to fall out of the rotation, and all of a sudden this running back room looks a little different, and you're. You're praying, Miles Gaskin, please, please come back. But until then, I love what Raheem Mostert is doing. I do like the idea of Jeff Wilson coming back. He knows the system. But what if this team is the Miami Dolphins? That's always the fear if everything can just crumble around us.